Hi, welcome to Suplex the Sticks, a gaming podcast. It's David over here, and I'm going to awkwardly find a way to shoehorn in introducing the other people. And go. And Chris, would you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> Yo, it's your boy Chris is thick, back at it again, Ooh, with the shoulders and the abs and the buys and the tries and the delts. And the glutes. And, the and I don't know if you, and I don't know if you heard that intro music in the beginning, but it is Spoop Month, and we got somebody spooky in Fuzzyland. What's his name? I'm a spooky ghost. <laughs> oh my I don't know why it's so bad, it's but it's so, so funny. It's so good, bad. It's like what's that? Uh, what's that movie with Rick Moranis? That everybody loves. I hate it. Honey, I little house, kids. little shop. No, no, no. That one's good. Little shop of horrors or whatever. You hate that. That movie? movie's horrible. It no. sucks. But <laughs> it's like his voice is comparative to that. But I actually like his oh. voice. Yeah, it's Spoop Month. What's up? What's up? What's up? Um. So there is going to be a, a switch up for Spoop Month. Um. Just to. Get you in the feels for the spoopy time. <laughs> Just to get you, get we, you right in the right, tenders. Right in the um, We're going to be posting the shows on Friday um, and recording them on Friday. And Nothing um, says spooky Chris, like a Friday instead of a Wednesday. And technically our first episode on Friday will be Friday the 13th. Oh. Yep. And there's some spooky. Um, <laughs> um, Chris and Andrea have a surprise for uh friday a surprise um did you want to announce that or tease it i will tease said surprise (laughs) not only will you hear our voices but you will see our faces tune in friday for friday night frights so spooky (laughs) i really wish we had the, 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 the stupid, stupid sounds now for because you can just drop sound spoo- yes. for no reason. Spooky sounds. <laughs> Maybe we can find um, some multi-free spooky sounds. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna be posting on He's Friday. So like, I don't know. What to do. I, I'm yeah. I'm kind of just bewildered with the spook. Um, That's what happens to you. So we're gonna be posting on Friday, um, Friday nights, and um. Like promised, we did do a giveaway. We announced the winner today on Facebook, like we said we would. Um, and Nick Fitzpatrick got uh, he got the Star Wars Battlefront Two beta code. And Benjamin, your box is on the way, full of Destiny goodies. On the way. On the way. Um, on the way. And <laughs> on the way. On the way. And so I play a Matilda game. Oh yeah, because yeah. we're a gaming podcast. So um, yeah, we never what? said that. I think, we, did no, 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 no I, did. I did. I no, did. We just go I, on. We just go on this thing where we talk to each other for literally almost five minutes every episode before talking about games. You just described the, the podcast. Words, <laughs> you, you did say the words "Destiny Box" though, so technically he did mention a video game. Yeah, that's true. Um. So, uh, we don't do news first. We do what we played. We do, what Chris. We what do you? I, I, so I got a question about this. Okay. Do and I like talking about it. Do other podcasts do this? Because I find myself stressed out to try and play something different every week. So, do other video game podcasts talk about what they're playing? And is there always somebody who's playing the same damn thing every week, <laughs> and they have to like find a way to talk about it differently because? I feel like I'm really trying hard to play different stuff. And granted, I'm kind of... I, I did play something different, so technically I'm really complaining for no reason. I'm just curious. Um, so, I... It's really frustrating, because they... I mean, I'll just be honest. They have a good format. Kotaku's split screen talks about what they played, and then they talk about the news. But usually they also have, like interviews and stuff in between uh, yeah they've got so they've guys. got they've got more stuff than us but they they don't get into what they played as much as we do and they also don't get into the news as much as we do because they have interviews yeah, and stuff like that do they um, do they get into hijinks as much as we do 
They honestly, <laughs> we do get into a lot they of get into a little bit of shenanigans, but, but every week they have this thing where they describe to each other what the weather is like where they're at. Oh, because yeah, one of them is the, yeah, one okay. of them is in New York and one of them is in Seattle. Totally and so they talk totally about different. the weather. Okay, and it's really funny. That's pretty cool. I'm gonna message them that we talked about them. Our small little you podcast. You should, and maybe they'll say, man, that podcast sucks. They should <laughs> never mention our name ever really? again. Really? Thanks. That, but that Andrea, she's awesome. By the way, she's not here. Yeah. Uh, she's getting her workout on. How would they know she's... to say that then? How would they know to say what? That About Andrea, that she's awesome. Maybe they've been listening the whole time. They're closet listeners. Yeah, closet Just listeners. Just for Andrea. Come out of the closet, so the one... Kotaku. Come out of the closet and say you love us. It's um, Okay. So, not to be a shill in a way, but um, I am a really big fan of that podcast. And so, Jason Schreier, who is one of the co-hosts on it, released a book lately. I'll tie that into what I've been playing. I like it. Um, But he released a book about games with troubled development. Okay. And so, it's called... uh, Oh, my gosh. Games with troubled development. Blood, sweat, and pixels. Okay. Um, oh yeah, I've heard of that. I've heard and of that. it's uh, it just came out a couple weeks ago, and it is really good. So how about that last guardian? All all <laughs> all three of those come out of my skin. <laughs> Blood, sweat, and pixels. Um, Gosh, just, Jay, that's that's pretty spoopy. Just one thing <laughs> I have in common with that book. There are others. You no, know, it's also scary. Like my the my, movie pixels. Oh, oh I never that movie. <laughs> To be honest. Yeah, you, you don't have to. It uh-huh. was spooky. It was Can I say something to go, what you said? It, so I was going to do this at the end, but I'll just do it now. Uh. I just want to say that this... No, dude, come on. <laughs> shut up, okay? Let me talk for a second, okay? And I need to ask you some questions about what I said last week because I think you secretly agree with me, but you're a closet agreer, okay? Closet. So I'm going to put you on the spot soon there, spoopy ghost. But I just want to say... That this podcast brings me a lot of joy and that we don't do it to try and get famous. And I like talking about other people and I like reinforcing other people and I like giving them credit. So this is never going to be a B. This is never going to be a B. I don't know why I said that. This is never going to be a podcast where we think we're better than everybody or we're too cool. Because we're not. We play video games and we dedicate time out of our week to talk about video games that we're playing. Which is probably worse than playing the video games in itself. But we <laughs> hope it brings you some We hope it brings you some joy. I had a lot of joy buying a code for someone to win for helping us out made me feel good i hope the cast makes you feel good and we're all about lifting other people up too so to what david said david shouldn't feel ashamed to talk about somebody's book because that's what we do we celebrate gaming and we celebrate the people who also love gaming amen i'm out bye unless you're a fan of friday the 13th and you're a bad fan (laughs) and then we're very mad at you i am you're a bad guy (laughs) So, um, I'll, I'll, even though I went to go do Chris first, I'll, I'll talk about what I've been playing because it's a roller coaster. Um, so is mine, trust wait, me. Wait, you've been playing I, Roller Coaster Tycoon? I wish. Oh my gosh. Dude, the spoopy, tra- the spoopy roller coasters you can make on Roller Coaster Tycoon are phenomenal. They're very yeah, those were, those are cool. spooky, <laughs> with lots of um, hoop-de-loops. <laughs> <laughs> the whirly dirly spoopy loops spoopy loops um so i i got uh forza horizon 3 and 2k18 oh, and with my oh, xbox one oh, I was saying, why'd you get those um <laughs> why would you do that i was trying to send you i was trying to say and why would you get those so um i canceled my xbox one x pre-order mm. Um, because listen money is a thing and it sucks when you have to budget and be real but love don't yourself. cost a thing according to jayla that's I've heard right that. um when andrea is not on the podcast we are way more rowdy than we usually are i think we're we actually really care about what she thinks of us especially me as her husband so i just i'm very chill and like when when she went to crossfit and david's on the way over i'm like dude don't pick up the mic we'll just record here i'll i'll still record i don't care uh so yeah you're right go on um but i so i was sitting down and doing like a budget and planning out money and like I just realized I was not going to have enough money to get the 1X 
and I, I sat down and did some research, and I just kind of became okay with that. And I realized that one of the main reasons I wanted the One X was because it had a, a terabyte of space on it, um, which guess what? The One S also has. Yep. Um, one of the big reasons I wanted it, which a lot of people think is silly, is the 4K Blu-ray capability, um, which the One S has. And it does play games in the upscale it does 4K play games. HDR. <laughs> it definitely does play games. Um, so I also was able to get two free games with it. I got the Forza Horizon 3 and NBA 2K18 because of a special GameStop was doing. Mm. So props to them. Are they really free if you're paying for the Xbox, though? Um, no, the answer is no. Continue. Well, they're, the, I think the they're, answer is yes. Technically, they are. Because in a way, right? the, the One S was also $50 off. So technically, the bundled in Forza Horizon 3 was free. Yeah. And then NBA 2K18 was free. Also, it's, it's not like those crazy switch bundles no, no, no. where it's like what I'm saying the same price. What I'm saying is how how can something be free if you're paying for it? Because the Xbox what, is what free. I was paying for was the Xbox. You were paying for the bundle, therefore none of it was free. Seth, do you need a Snickers? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do have some so, Reese's in the freezer. Actually, I might go get them. So I got all not that in the icebox, um, just in the freezer. Oh, jeez. <laughs> to specify, <laughs> yeah. okay? Um, that was a situation that no one knows about besides people. I have people no idea what that insider baseball is. <laughs> you do. That's when he went to get ice the other week and chocolate came out instead of oh, ice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should have put that in the Discord so that other people could have enjoyed that story. I should do a lot of things in that Discord that I never remember exists. <laughs> um which it's grown. We have like ten people in our say, Discord. We have grown. Um, and if you're not a part of it, you should join up because we basically just talk like we do in the cast every day. Yep. Um, and sell switches. So uh, I did not get to play 2K18 yet this week. I'll put some time into that this coming week. But I did get to play Forza Horizon 3, and um, I've been putting a ton of time into Golf Story. Oh, yeah. I'm, I want to hear about Golf Story. Which uh, me and Seth can kind of talk about in a little bit. Uh, since he's also played it, so we can kind of bounce off of each other. But So real quick, um, for the viewers who didn't listen to the previous Nindies like three episodes, episode, we yeah. talked about it. Well, there was the there was the Nindies episode where we talked about its release. Kind of share what Golf Story is and then go into it. Um, it's like a... It's an RPG golf game for the Switch. Um, kind of in the vein... it. A lot of it feels very earthbound e just because of the graphics and the silliness of yeah. it, I think. Um, but it's it's definitely just a game with a lot of humor and fun. And one of the things I love is like you <laughs> you're this guy and it has kind of an emotionally resonating story. You start off the game and you're golfing with your dad and then it does a black screen and it says 20 years later and you are trying to you decide to try to make it as a golfer because you golfed with your dad when you were younger um and like anyone does so, yeah, yeah that's pretty much more than i bargained for and <laughs> i just want to play yeah golf. right so oh, what the heck is all this stuff so um then like you go to the golf course and one of the greatest things is you you have to talk to these people and they all are like, oh, God, you have a terrible swing. Your form is terrible. <laughs> and then they go and hit the ball and, like, hit people. Like, they're, they're also <laughs> way terrible, but they're telling you you're awful the whole time. They need some time. Mr. Meeseeks in their um, life. <laughs> yeah. It's, it honestly is just such an endearing little game. And Seth got way farther than me, um, of course. So he'll be able to speak to it a little more. So how, but... do you, how do you excel to the different – is it, like, worlds, like in Mario? Or courses? A little bit. So how do you excel? Do you have to beat people in a game, or do you... Is it just story-based? So far, it's pretty linear for me. Okay. So I I beat the first course, technically. So how would you do that? Now, you just gotta get beat, like, people? Like, there's, like, little mini-missions okay. and okay. stuff, and you can beat people, and then it's... I'm on the second course. Okay. 
Um, what I do love is the literally the music for the whole first course is just eight bit jazz saxophone, <laughs> and it is so awesome. The music in the awesome. game is great. Um, I was thinking about yeah. it yesterday. It it reminds me like an equal parts of like Super Mario RPG and also Tiny Tower. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tiny Tower is cool. a good good pickup for the music. Yep. Um, it. It's just a charming little game that I've had a lot of fun with, and I don't feel pressure to pick it up. Like it's, yeah, it's something I enjoy playing. Um, it's it's just a good time. I've been playing pocket tournaments still. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to Seth a little bit about it. I still am pretty sure I'm really bad at it. Hey um, man, it happens. I want to be good at it, but it is a difficult game to get a uh, get your mind around. I think. Um, and I started playing a new game today, but I don't want to talk about it until I throw it in as my dark horse for the spoopy games okay. at the end of the episode. All right, I like it. The secret number 11. Ooh, the wild card. So Seth, uh, you got farther than David. Do you have anything to add? Um, I don't know. I think he, he pretty much nailed it. It's a, it's a really fun game. If If he ever played the... The old, like the original Mario Golf or Mario Tennis on the on the Game Boy, um, they they kind of like that. And that, you know, they're weirdly story driven RPGs where, you know, the, all the the conflict mechanics are sports events. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it seems strange on the outset, but if you've ever played those games, it, it they're really super fun and um, and it, and it works a lot in this one. Um, the humor, the humor's great. The music is great. Um, I love the offshoot Nintendo sports yeah. games. I love Mega Man Soccer to this day. If I had a Super Nintendo, I would play it. Super Mario Soccer is awesome. I mean, I'm a soccer guy. For those of you who don't know, obviously, I love the football. But um, I even like the Mario Baseball. What was that on GameCube? I think yes. The Super Mario, Mario Sluggers. Uh, yeah. Strikers was soccer. Yeah. Sluggers was baseball. The right? game that I once Those were... sat, stood, sat in the Best Buy and played through the entire thing. <laughs> he did. <laughs> that was a great game. I'll just, I'll just let you know that Best Buy is divided on that. Because I didn't give a crap if people came in and played all day. But some people at Best Buy, I don't know if David worked at Best Buy too. I don't know if he, he has an opinion on it. But some people would get so tilted. I'm yeah, like, what does it matter? I'm like, what does it matter? They're they're not bothering anybody. They're not turning the TV up really loud. Now, some people would do that, and that's when I'm like, dude, you got to turn that down, bro. <laughs> like, I'm try, I'm, I'm on your side here. I'm on your team. It's like okay? the time me and Seth got yeah. kicked out of Best Buy for playing "Living on a Prayer" too loud on Rock <laughs> I mean, Band. You can't, you can't not play "Living on a Prayer" at Volume <laughs> oh, yeah. Eleven. And I mean, we were yelling. It. We were. It was also that we were yelling it. There is no five or six. There's. <laughs> Eleven. But okay. then again, they like they when, don't kick out the people who go back in the in the stereo area and blast music back there. Oh, I know. With like super, like they'll play like plies. Yeah. With like an F word, and it talks about women's, you know what's and stuff. Feet? And it's like they won't kick those people out. Women's feet and toes, mm-hmm. but they won't they won't kick out the people just trying to live on that yeah, prayer, man. We all gotta right. live on the prayer. Are you uh, you playing anything else over there, Spooky Well, uh, actually, last night I played through Gone Home, uh, which was a nice an indie game. It, it, it's free for uh, Xbox yep. Live. You know, I, I beat you know it's like two hours long, I think, but it was it was really good. I, I really enjoyed that. Um, I kept waiting for something really scary to happen, and then because um, it's got it's got a uh, a spooky atmosphere. Spooky atmosphere. But uh. It was. I, I really liked it. It was very. It it had me emotional, and uh, it was good. Seth, emotional. Yeah. I definitely need to play this yeah. game. Yeah, I I have it downloaded. I just haven't touched it. And yet. I will tell you this. I've, so this podcast will be coming out tomorrow, where which is when or tonight. Okay, technically Wednesday night. <laughs> I always forget that we we put it out. I, um, but uh, Thursday the the fifth. A Hat in Time finally releases on PC, and so that's probably what I will be playing then. I what is that? I've been seeing some of that stuff. Um, it's it's like a a three D platformer collectathon game, like in the vein of Banjo Kazooie or, uh, okay. you know, those old Nintendo sixty four type style games. Cool. 
At least that's you know that's my uh, what my impression of it is. It could be totally well, different, I mean, but be, everyone who's everyone be, has yeah. played it says it's really good, so I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah, I've been I had followed Gone Home when it first came out, and it was like it was one of those PC games where I didn't have a PC yeah. that would do it justice, so I never played it. And then it went on, it came out on consoles, and I just didn't buy it. So now I'm like super because like Tacoma's out already, which is their their other yeah. game. And I really want to play that one because that one looks phenomenal too. And the reviews are really good on both titles. Uh, the the what you said about Gone Home though is typically the complaint I heard is like it's really emotional, it's really driving and riveting, and like you get super invested in the house and the story, mm-hmm. but then like that spooky moment you think is going to happen like never comes. It's just kind of yeah. like the um, the ambiance of spooky, I guess. Yeah, and it's weird because there is some like references to supernatural stuff that's happening in the house but uh but that never sort of um comes to fruition oh, which i'm i mean i'm not mad, i'm not upset about like i would uh, i'm perfectly fine with it having it just been you know atmospheric <laughs> rather than you know resident evil Eat your pants <laughs> i kept expecting slender man to show up and i and i was so when i finished i was very Good. happy that that never happened Slenderman is the dumbest premise ever, but it's so fun. Like, it is – oh, man. It's just so funny how on paper something looks so stupid and then you play it and you're like, this is – I'm so invested. Like Golf Story. Like Golf Story, you're like a golf RPG. Like, come on. And then you play it and you're like, wow. I'm like, yeah, this is great. I'm really invested. So if it's hats off to me, I really, really wanted Andrea to be here. Because I have to try and do this game justice and not be irrational. I've been playing Cuphead. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, that's all I, that's honestly all I want to say. And just let you guys imagine how I feel. Because I literally, God, I looked up at the sky just now. God forgive me. However many Hail Marys my cousin who's a Catholic priest would tell me to do. I have not dropped so many F-words in a duration <laughs> in my entire – I literally remember on Saturday standing up, holding my controller because I knew if I didn't, I was going to smash it and just being like, what is life? What is- I literally said that. What is life? What is this video game? We're playing it on simple. I can't even get past the damn phase one. And it, it, it trolls you because at the end of the game – at the end of the level, it shows you like where you were at, based on like how far, how much damage you did or how far you got. Uh, yeah. So if you guys have any idea, okay. So I need to compose myself. The game is amazing. <laughs> I wish it was easier. <laughs> is it? That's the only complaint. I'm I, I, like, I feel like simple should legitimately be simple. I feel like the, I feel like they don't know how words are defined, and when they say simple. They mean simple for someone like Seth who literally plays games every day. <laughs> and I think even, even someone like Seth, it'd be interesting to watch Seth play because I even think someone like Seth who just naturally is so good at video games would have trouble playing this game. <laughs> it's so hard. And you guys know that. I mean, that I'm, if you guys know anything about Cuphead, who, those who are listening, you know that I'm kind of just saying what everybody else is saying. So... I didn't expect this game to come out and be this hard. Neither, well, like, and I, I mean, I, I haven't played it, but everything I've read, everything I've seen has said this is just a really aggressively difficult game. Yeah, it's grueling. Hidden behind the most wonderful looking shell. I'm gonna, yeah, man. Like, okay, so let's let's talk about all the stuff that's good because I haven't done the game justice yet. You turn the game on and the animation screen hits you and it's literally like a, a four-piece quartet singing the Cuphead song. And you just get so happy and you get, you're just so fulfilled. And it's just precocious wonderment and you, you, you have memories of when your, mother, when your mother used to cradle you as a baby. <laughs> I mean, you just get all these feelings and all these emotions. And then you, you get into the world. So there's a couple different worlds and the worlds are structured like Mario where you can like freely roam around and go to the different bosses, go to the different run and gun levels. Um, and the animation is re- like when they say it's a 1930s cartoon, like I would love to see an actual like series or movie made out of this because it is the most, 
Even even the point of where the record scratches when the when the game's loading, they drew all the the scratchy like material and stuff. It's amazing. The like I just sometimes I'll just sit in the world and stare at it. What's even better than the animation, and I don't know if anyone's acknowledging this, is the music. The music is jazz swing band. It's phenomenal. It amps you up. If you don't like jazz, you're gonna hate your life. But if you're uh, if you like music at all, or if you like jazz music, man, my okay. So we're at a little bit of a tangent. We're at IHOP, okay, and my brother is sitting there and he's looking at his phone, contemplating his life. And I'm like, dude, are you okay? Like, did you get a text that I didn't get? He looks up at me and goes, "I just bought the Cuphead vinyl for $130." <laughs> <laughs> It's that so it's a hundred and thirty dollar vinyl good. That's how good the music is, and it's like three hours of of music. Um, as I far mean, as how good, how much money did you drop on that banjo kazooie vinyl? Oh no, that wasn't that expensive. Um, oh okay, I don't Never remember that. But I it mean, wasn't. It wasn't. I can't nothing. wait. Oh, that's what came in today. I'm gonna have to listen to it. Something came in for him today, and I didn't know what it was, and I guarantee that's what it is. So I can't wait to listen to it. What? Uh, the vinyl. I'm pretty sure the vinyl came in today because uh-huh. I've got something from the front door, and I was like, "What is this?" And I'm pretty sure it was the vinyl. So on to gameplay mechanics. Um, obviously, you can. If you guys have watched, you can jump, you can dash, which makes you dash through the air. Um, you have a little finger gun, but you can buy supers, so you can buy like. Uh, stuff that has more damage. You can buy more lives that constantly stay with you. Uh, you can parry, which is a big part of the game, where if someone dies, you can jump. You jump, which is the A button. You hit A again, and it uh, brings them back. You can also parry things that are pink. So if anything is pink, if you parry it, you don't take damage. Uh, so there's different buffs you can buy. The problem is I'm not having that much trouble with the bosses because the bosses you can really, on simple at least, you can really figure out the patterns of the bosses. The problem I'm having is the run and gun levels, which are the platformer levels that they added at the end. And I don't know if this is the consensus with everybody else. The run and gun levels are insanely difficult. I can't seem to figure out the patterns. And you have to get the coins in the run and gun levels to buy the stuff at the store. You don't get anything other than the contracts for the souls in because the game is basically you're getting these souls for the devil because you were gambling and oh it's God. really it's really morbid stuff it's morbid stuff you're basically a debt collector for the devil because you were you had a hot hand at a casino and the devil shows up and says I'll, I'll wager your soul that you don't roll this number again of course it's the devil so you don't roll the number again yeah. and he makes you go out and do his bidding so that's my biggest issue the game's beautiful. The mechanics are fun. The boss... I mean, I'm telling you, when you beat a level, man, it's like you just solved the, the cure for cancer, dude. Like, it is a celebration. But it's just so hard. And I think the issue was... I don't I don't remember people... Did anybody have early access to this game? Because I don't remember anybody saying, guys, it's going to be hard. I feel like if we'd have had that disclaimer... I'd have gone in. I mean, I did read some reviews going in, and I'm like, well, I've played... I was very elitist. I've played Bloodborne. I've played Dark Souls. I've played Ninja Gaiden. I can do it. And then you get the game in your hands, and man, is it difficult. I will say it's also not built for two-player. As much as I love playing with Andrea, I noticed that when she died, and we had this consensus of, hey, if you die, just keep going. When she would die, I could beat the bosses by myself. And I feel like it's... Like David said, it's the shell of what the shell of the environments and everything is beautiful, and with two players just going at it with the boss, it creates this kind of dystopia of where it just kind of interferes with what's going on. Hmm. Interesting. I like that. I, are you? Do you feel like you've interacted with it enough to give it a, an official? Definitely. Yeah, I haven't even got past World One yet. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's I got. How I feel about Golf Story. I want to, but. I, I'm not qualified enough yet. I, don't, I haven't played enough. I will say it is exclusive to Microsoft, so you got to play it on a computer or a Xbox One. <laughs> I will say, man, that if if you're if you can brave the difficulty, definitely buy it. I need to play more of it to do the suplex. But let's be honest. I read I read some reviews of people who played it on simple had trouble beating it and that's all they could do to put out a review and if you play it on simple you don't even get to do the last two contracts i guess which is the battle Mm. with the devil because it doesn't let you so 
I know the guy who writes for IGN, he only did it on simple, which means he didn't play the last two levels of the game. Because on regular, which, that's what I'm saying, simple and regular are the only difficulties. The game's insanely hard. <laughs> do like a do like a Wolfenstein difficulty with the pacifier in the mouth or something. Um, I will say the difference between the difficulties is typically what uh, it's the same build, but everything goes faster. So the boss typically does the same thing, and it goes faster. And then the boss typically has another mode that you haven't seen in Simple. It adds that in regular. I can't say if it's Suplex certified yet, but it is a blast if you're willing to brave the difficulty. And man, is it, I'm sweating thinking about it. Like Andrea the other day was like, I want to play Cuphead again. And I was like, I'll just play Battle Royale. <laughs> I, want our mar- I want our marriage to I want, Yeah, I want our marriage Oh, yeah, I want a marriage to last. Because there were times like, bang, come on! And it's it's not her fault, man. It's me. I, I, I can't handle the pressure. It's yeah. like the Foo Fighters song. Looking for the sky to save me. It's, it's I can't do it, man. I got to make my way back home where I learned to fly. I can't. I don't know. I don't know if that wraps it up for you guys. I'm, no, it does. I'm you... very conflicted. Because it is. It's, it's, we've been following it since they announced it at E3. It's everything I thought it would be. Except it is so freaking hard. <laughs> I don't know. That was good. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, and then uh, I've been playing Battle Royale. We've been squatting up, and uh, everything I said last week still stays the same. Uh, they added a patch for duos. I haven't tested out duos yet, but I'm having a blast. It's definitely PUBG on a PlayStation 4 or Xbox in the nice. shell of Fortnite, but I love it. We got second place Saturday night twice as a team, but I feel like. People know what they're doing, so it's almost impossible. You got to find the right lobbies. I haven't. Uh, I haven't downloaded. I have yet, downloaded so I it. We'll have played it. <laughs> so, um, I wanted to do a small. We didn't really talk about Destiny oh, last so week. Got to horn it in this week. <laughs> um, do you feel it's grown stale yet, Seth? Um, I don't know. Uh. For me, like I'm still enjoying the stuff I'm doing. There's there's still stuff that I haven't done, um, and I, I I am having fun. I, the last time I, I just recently played the raid with some of my friends that I know, like in in real life, so that was enjoyable. Um, there's and there's still like story missions or adventures rather that I haven't done. Um, so no, it hasn't grown stale for me. I'm still enjoying it, um, and they just had the faction rally and. You know, there's 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 newish stuff to do every once in a while. But I guess I have a different, like I have a different viewpoint on it than some other people, because I've played it for a hundred plus hours. Um, I only have the, the one character, but for me, it's like, I mean, how much do you expect a game to give you? You know, uh, and I know that's that's. I mean, it's not The Witcher Three or Skyrim. That's right. not what kind of game you're getting. Um, and I, I guess that their, you know, their sort of idea with the game is that you can play it forever, or at least that's what it was with the first one. It was supposed to be like a 10-year a game or whatever they said. Um, but still, there's got to be some kind of expectation that, you know, this isn't the game that you're, you can play for eight hours a day every single day and still be fulfilled by it because you can't do that with any game at some point you've done everything in the game and you just have to sort of accept that and it it, se- it seems to me that like yep. people have a a different like there's a different bar set for destiny just because it's destiny um that they wouldn't set with you know like mario or something like that like once people are through the content on mario odyssey i don't think they're gonna be screaming about how they're they can't go back every single day and have and not have something new to do you know no i totally understand i'm with you and let's think about wow like literally wow is the same recycled things the raids are recycled the missions are recycled and i don't i to my knowledge i don't see people blowing up the blizzard forums forums talking about how upset they are. I mean, granted, uh, WoW comes out with expansions, yeah, which Destiny's, I feel like is Destiny's I mean, they're plan. going to have expansions. I mean, they've already yeah. talked about, they've revealed two that are coming out, and it's just, 
that they're not one this year. Yeah, yeah, they're not here now, but the game only released last month. No, yeah, and to my argument with that, go get some freaking yeah. fresh air. <laughs> like, let's be let's be honest here. Like, I'm not. I'm a gamer. I love David. I love Seth. I love Andrea. We all play games, but we do other yeah. freaking stuff too. I know people that have three maxed yeah. out characters. That's just like okay. That's fine, but it's like <laughs> I feel like if you've put in 200 hours, the game wasn't meant to be played like that. The game was meant to be played consistently, but not as a full time freaking job. I play it one or two days a week, so, four hours each. But- yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you're still you're still engaged. So that uh, yeah. that actually yeah. it it's funny. You you made me think of um, when I last played the raid. Um, one of the guys who I ended up playing with is actually a professor here at UCF. Uh, yeah, and and he was cool. he was actually really that's good awesome. at the game. But he was he was telling us um, how he's got three maxed out characters, and he was telling us how we had run the raid like six times already that week. And this is oh this is gosh. like with a full time job that he has, and like he was telling Jeez. us how he had, had to uh, after we were finished raiding, he had to um, he had to create a syllabus for a class that did not exist yet for a, a, a meeting at ten in the morning, <laughs> and, it's, and, and, and <laughs> that's frankly incredible to me. Like I don't I don't understand. Uh, I mean I thought I liked the game, but this dude that's going hard in the paint right there. That, yeah, that, I mean, we're talking we're talking John Wall level ninety, <laughs> going hard with the layup and the paint, dude. Yeah, I just I hate I'm this. excited to play with John Wall and two K eighteen. Just be like John, level ninety's fine. Um, yeah, I just I I don't I don't know, man. I don't want to I don't want to beat a dead horse. I don't I complaining always drives me nuts. I just yep. I can't do it. Like it, the game wasn't meant to be a religion. Or a full-time job, unless you're a streamer. And even streamers, I don't know any of them who I casually watch who and play they, the game And they full-time. play other games. Like, that's... Yeah, exactly. Like, if you think... out there. That's why we do this cast. Unless you're Dr. Disrespect. What? Unless you're Dr. Disrespect. That's, well, he, that's true. That he you plays only PUBG. Play PUBG. Yeah. That's true. There that's are, true. like, PUBG streamers, but I feel like a multiplayer game is easier to get away with that. But even then, I've, I've seen a lot of streamers lose lose viewership because they just play the same game um but yeah there are streamers who do that but i just the game wasn't meant to be like that i I still have i haven't done the raid i haven't done the adventures that reset themselves i've never done a nightfall yet now granted i'm not your typical player i've been working really hard i've got other games i've been playing i've been playing battle royale but that's the thing is other games are out there they exist hell in october we've got what Shadow of War uh, next week mm-hmm. or the week after? Shadow of War's next week, right? Evil yeah. Within Two is next week. I think South Park's in two weeks, and then on the twenty seventh, you've got the game oh, the yeah. Apocalypse that we talked about. I can't so wait. there's games out there, man. Go play them. Or go talk to your friends. Go to Ale House. Eat yeah, some dude. zingers and throw up. Live. Yolo. I don't yeah. know. Uh, so- it is what it is. So Seth, do you have any gaming news? Any gaming like news? Well, I guess since we're still since we're talking about Destiny, we can talk about how today, I think it's today, the the, the PlayStation exclusive content for Destiny One is finally available to Xbox players. <laughs> so there you go, guys. You can go back and play the first <laughs> Destiny. Like when I saw the headline, I think I, I was on on the Destiny subreddit, and it, I just I laughed out loud. Just, just like the concept that they're after the release of the sequel of the the first game, they're finally releasing this locked out content to you know all of the hundred people that are still playing. It's it's I mean it's it's crazy. I don't even know how they how this happened. It was supposed to be available one year after the original stuff came out, um, and my only hope is yep. this is not how Destiny Two goes. And I'm I'm not like super into the. The, the exclusive stuff for PS for PS4, but you know, I'd like to have a chance at it before three years from now. I think yeah. you will, because you've you've already put in how many hours? <laughs> <laughs> Can I? I, I want to say something real quick, and then we'll get off Destiny. I was curious, and I went and looked at how much you guys mm-hmm. have played Destiny. Because, <laughs> now, granted. Uh, I think 
uh, I think you guys were like a th- you guys were a three day difference. I think David was at like fifty three or fifty four days of des- the first Destiny. I think you were at fifty six. There's a guy I'm not going to mention his name in fear of he might get mad at me. Guys, he and it's not it's not Mario who we've talked about. Oh God, I was about to it's say not it's not him. Lewis. There's a guy who has put in a hundred and sixty nine oh days. On the original Destiny. You know what's amazing? Yeah, that's not even all of my... Amount of my, my, my the first two years of my plague. <laughs> he, he played it all on PS3 first. So this was after that's he got true. an Xbox that's One. That's true, so maybe Seth is up there. Well, he, he's up there because yeah. he had to restart. That's uh, the... Okay. Yeah, 169 days... That's literally six months. <laughs> that's, that's so funny. <laughs> that's six months. Yeah, oh, that's man. crazy. That's insane. That's too much time. Uh, um, so uh, since we're talking about spoop stuff, uh, Halloween and all that jazz, um, they're they they're doing the Overwatch Halloween stuff that's again, fun. which is pretty cool. They're adding new skins. Um, October tenth, uh, all the consoles, PC, PS4, Xbox One. Uh, it runs through November second. They've only announced McCree and Reaper right now as far as skins, but you know they're probably going to do everybody. And then they're going to do another uh, co-op Ooh. horde mode, which I don't know if you guys have done those. They're awesome. They're super fun. I've actually fun. missed every single uh, one I'm of them. A, yeah. You should do it. If I you're do. still I'll, on the I'll, game, I'll you should check it out. Because I'm, a sucker, I'm a sucker for horde modes. I love Gears of War. I love Killing Floor 2 and Killing Floor 1. I love horde modes. So I am super... Uh, Super, super excited for it. I'll, I'll pop it in and give it a go. Um, another thing I forgot to mention is that uh, I know last week, in a way, I ragged on Wolfenstein Old Blood. I forgot to say that I finished it, and man, did it take a swerve. Spoiler alerts in five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. Apparently, there's this big bomb that explodes. And then zombies appear out of nowhere. And the rest of the game, you're literally fighting zombies. And I'm like, why wasn't the beginning of the game this? Because if you remember last week, I was like, it trudges. The hitboxes are off. I'm trying to get through the story. Then all of a sudden, crap hits the fan. And there's zombies everywhere. And it just made me think of how cool it was. How cool it would be if if Call of Duty did like a fleshed out, like actual zombies, like campaign game. Like I'd be all about that. And it was super fun. It was so fun. And I was so excited. And I was like, why didn't they do this in the beginning? Like, it made me think, did they build it up super slow to drop this bomb on you? And it's like the bomb drops, you get out of the house, and you're running through, you know, streets that are filled with fire. And all of a sudden you hear like, and I'm like, what are there, freaking zombies? Turn around. (laughs) There were zombies. And I was like. This is amazing. So I just want to throw that out there. Bethesda, I'm sorry. I still enjoyed the game. I gave you some flack. But uh, you, uh, you, you shut me up. I have to eat some serious, serious crow. Um, did you guys see, I know we talked about it last week, that um, the P- uh, Blue Hole called out uh, Epic to, uh, to, uh, about, to PUBG or whatever. Like they were, they were challenging them to like games or whatever. I don't know if you guys saw that. Oh really? I, I just thought it was really funny. I just I know the lawsuit stuff. I didn't know they were calling them out and trying to get them to play games. It's, I just feel like they're going about everything like that's like a silly. What you know what I mean? If like, yeah, are yeah. you going to sue them? Are you <laughs> over it? Like, what are you going to do? And I'm, we we beat we beat it we beat it to a pulp last week. But it was funny to see that. But then if the lawsuit's really going to happen, it's like, well, then why are you doing that? Like, I don't know. Makes no sense. Um, I didn't look at much news this week, guys. I've been freaking, I've been working and having nightmares about cuphead so i i've got some news and then we can go to the spoop list spoop list um so something that was announced this week actually announced today was the horizon zero dawn um complete edition which to be honest is really disrespectful to the people that are gonna i mean these complete editions are coming too close to when the DLC actually comes out for a game. No, I agree. Um, this game is now... It's going to be $50 and come with the DLC. Okay. yeah. And if I would have known that... When did Horizon come out? March? February. February? Mm-hmm. I would have saved the 60 bucks, mm-hmm. waited, and f- for spent 80 50. plus yeah. dollars worth of content, I could have spent 50 bucks. And I, it's I, silly to me. It's really silly. Um, 
I mean, like we've talked about remasters in the Bloatcast. I don't know if we've ever really hit. Yeah, that we topic we here. did talk about it a lot on the Bloatcast. Um, I'm okay with remasters if it's a game I really like, but this is a little bit different because it's like, dude, you haven't even won Game of the Year yet, and that's typically what you're offering is a Game of the Year edition, right? But it's like we the the, the DLC is not even out yet, and you're announcing this. I don't know. It, it a lot, but no discredit to Sony because they're they're not the only ones who do it. There's a ton. Of, there's a ton of people that do it. I love Payday 2, one of my favorite games. I don't know how many times they release a new <laughs> edition that's cheaper with the DLC. I'm serious. I've bought the game yeah, a it's million absurd. times. I hate it, but, I mean, unfortunately, consumers, like myself, will be stupid enough to buy it. And I don't mean you're stupid. I just mean our purchasing decisions are sometimes stupid because uh, we just... Uh, you're good. <laughs> uh, no, 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 you're good. Uh, my brain just, like, it had a yeah, stroke. It definitely um, did. I didn't. I thought you were closer to wrapping it up, and then you kept going. (laughs) He won't won't shut up. I am um, excited for the DLC, though. So, uh, speaking of DLC, the Shadow of Mordor DLC or Shadow of War, whatever that game is called, I don't remember it. Um, The Shadow of War DLC for the uh, it feels really disrespectful because I don't know his name, but the member of their team that passed away. Mm Um, is going to be free now, and they're just going to make a donation to his family. Cool. Which, um, geez, really, how hard was that, WB? I don't understand um, why it was so difficult for you to do that in the first place. The only defense I have for them is that I don't know if Sony or Microsoft was charging money per unit. And that's the only No, it actually ended up being like charity laws by the state. Ah, They just didn't do legal legal research okay. before they decided to okay. do something. So you can't, I mean, you can't fault them. Their heart was in the right place. They just didn't do the research. Got to do, do it. Research. Yeah. Got to um, do the Because research, then man. you end up looking like the bad guy. Yep. Because you which have to did, say that. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, Stardew Valley comes out on the Switch tomorrow, yep. um, which is really cool. I'm trying not to talk mm-hmm. about how much I love the Switch every episode. They know. But yet here we are. How about um, that Red Dead dose? Yeah, I was about that was the last thing I was going to bring up. Uh, is Red Dead? Uh, oh wait, also this is going. We are a video game podcast, but Juju Smith Schuster did a Kamehameha, not a Hadouken, when he <laughs> scored a touchdown the other day. So every sports outlet that did that that reported it wrong, you're should you should be ashamed of yourself. You should be listening to this cast. Yeah. And you should know the difference between a Hadouken and a Kamehameha. They're very different. That's true. Um, One requires a lot, much more charge time. Red Dead... Yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, dropped a minute and a half trailer. Fire. um, Which was fire, but it was also only a minute and a half. Yeah. Um, That's Rockstar, man. That's what what they do. uh, Looked beautiful. Sound was really cool. Like, the, the soundscape of the West was really neat. Um... And other than that, it just showed that it's going to be a prequel and you're going to be part of the gang that the Red Dead Redemption 1 character was in before Marsden, Red yeah. Dead Redemption mm-hmm. 1. Which he's an awesome character, so I'm glad it's a prequel because, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, he probably wouldn't be mm-hmm. in a sequel. Yeah, because he died. <laughs> and after the game, you play as his kid, which is why I figured it was pretty built in that you were going to be, you gonna be, be his kid. kid. Okay. But, I mean, it could be really neat that after you beat this game, you play as John Marsden in the location. That's cool, yeah. But, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe little they'll shape, do something cool like that. I don't know if you guys ever played. Did you guys ever play uh, Red Dead Redemption, the nope. undead one? That no, was phenomenal. It was so fun. You were a zombie John Marsden. It was awesome. It was so cool. Definitely one of my favorite DLCs I've ever played. All right, so we're looking at. We have 10 minutes. We have 10 minutes. No big deal. Uh, really quick, if you guys didn't listen last episode, I did ten spoopy games you probably never heard of. So I'm and not we gonna. We only did five. We only did five. Two part list because David has this thing where he said lists of five or more should be broken into two parts. So that's what I did for David uh, and for you guys potentially. So I'm actually really excited because I did this list to offer up uh, a seasonal way, a video game way to get into the season. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to a lot of indie devs, indie indie devs, indie devs, indie devs who work their butts off to produce games that a lot of people don't know about. I know our podcast is relatively small, 
but we have we have a lot of people who have shared interests, which is why you listen. And uh, there's a lot of games out there that you may have not heard of. So I'm not going to talk about games like Left 4 Dead 2 or Evil Within 2 or anything 2 (laughs) or Outlast. You know, I'm not going to talk about those games. You guys know about those games. You've heard them. You've read the reviews. You've played them. Or you will play them. And we'll get into those kind of games. I am actually saving up for Thimbleweed Park still. Yes. That'll be my next get on the Switch. Yes. So what what I'm excited about is not only... Do you guys get to hear about these games? But I get to reinforce the developers. And on our Twitter, we had a lot of the developers show appreciation for us calling out their games, which makes me feel good because they're really in it for the craft and the art of the game. Or they just like the fact that we possibly made them some sales. Either way, they gave us a holler, and that's what it's all about. So if you didn't listen to the last episode, I'm going to go over the first five. I went over, I'm just going to say the name. You're going to have to go to the last episode if you want to hear what they're about because we're running low on that time breakneck speed and the next five games deserve the uh, attention that i gave to the first five and they're not in order by how you should play them they're just 10 games so 10 spoopy games you've probably never heard of the first one we went over was ruiner second one was thimbleweed park the third one was phantom halls fourth one was land the land of pain And the fifth one was Darkwood. Now, some of these are on PC. Some of these are on consoles. As I said, you're going to have to listen to episode 14 to get the spoopy scoop. Or the spoop, if you will. So, (laughs) going on to number six. uh, And David actually has a wild card if I don't announce it. So, we've got actually 11. He's got that wild card for you, baby. Which none of my teams will make because we suck. Uh, Number six is Inmates which actually releases tomorrow. It's going to be on Steam. Basically, it's a game where you wake up and you are lost in a prison. You don't know how you got there. It's a psychological horror game. You have to solve puzzles and uh, interact with the environment to figure out what the heck is up. Peep the trailer. It drops tomorrow. And all these games are... The game or the trailer? Uh, the trailer has been dropped. The game drops tomorrow. Okay. So these games that I'm saying, the games I said last week, the games I said this week, are available either right now or this month. So I'm not going to tell you about a game that's coming out in 2018. What does that do for you? I'm going to tell you about it next year uh, when the time comes. So that was number six. Inmates number seven is this game called Don't Knock Twice, which is out on PC. It's uh, it's in vain of like amnesia. It's a first-person uh, survival horror title. Um, it's about this guilty mother who loses her daughter to a Ooh. demonic witch. Whoa. Yeah. Yikes. And so let's – okay, so that's what the game is about. It's coming Ooh. out on the Switch <laughs> on, the, in, on the 17th of October. One of the still shots is a freaking pentagram. And I'm like, this is dark for the Switch. Like, I went on Nintendo's website to watch the trailer for the Switch, and it made me, it had an age barrier. I'm like, when does Nintendo ever need an age barrier? So that's super exciting. Again, that's Don't Knock don't do it. Twice. Uh, number eight, don't, don't do it. Don't even knock once. Uh, number eight is a game called Grave Chase. It's kind of like the game Phantom Halls we talked about last week. It's a 2D horror action uh, survival title, but you actually can fight. Uh, it's in the vein of Shovel Knight, except it's 8-bit, and you have a league of people uh, at your disposal to oh fight off uh, fight off the, the spoopy little monsters and survive. Um, I could go into each one of these, but the ultimate goal of this list is just to entice you guys a little bit so you guys will do the research. I could sell you on the game and talk about each game for five minutes, but then you might be satiated on what I'm telling you, and you're not going to check it out for yourself. So I'm giving you the little blurb. Ultimately, you got to decide to go check them out, and I think you will. I'm really scared to play that Don't Knock Twice game. I just looked it up. Yeah, it's like there's like pentagrams everywhere. It's like a demon witch. Yeah, I don't know. I'm out. Uh, The next one is one of the ones I'm most excited about. It's called Stories Untold. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that one. It's another game uh, published and made by Devolver. It's another game published by Devolver Digital. Uh, Ruiner, which we talked about last week, is published by Devolver Digital. It's an experimental um, text adventure game where you basically watch and kind of – you watch and you go through these experiments and you have to figure out – 
uh, kind of what's going on and what's up. And there's different experiments that you have to go through. The trailer is crazy looking. Um, and you're doing a lot of interactive stuff, obviously, with the videos you're watching and things like that. Um, I don't know if you guys uh, who listen, I know Seth and David know, Devolver Digital is kind of nuts. Just going off of their E3 presentation <laughs> last so year, oh where, they had, where they had people's heads blowing off. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. Uh, if you guys want to laugh, go watch their E3 presentation from this year. It's amazing. Um, they're they're kind of quirky, so uh, definitely check that one out. That's one that I'm super excited for that I hopefully will be playing. The last one, I've talked about it a little bit on the cast, is this game called Night Trap, which was published on Sega in 1992. They just recently redid it on consoles. Um it got called disgusting and disgraceful <laughs> by U.S. senators. U.S. senators actually campaigned to get this game like removed and banned. And if you play it now, apparently it's just this really awful, campy title, which makes me all about it. I'm definitely going to jump on it. But there's a, there's a bit of nostalgia and a bit of a cult following behind it. It's an interactive-based game. I know I'm giving you a lot of interactive-based games, but... Uh, if you listen to the episode 14, uh, I have a – there's the, – if you put the 10 accumulative, there's a wide variety. So that is my list. Again, I'll go over it real quick before David drops the wild card. Go listen to last week's episode if you're interested in getting your spoop on. Ruiner, Thimbleweed Park, Phantom Halls, The Land of Pain, Darkwood, Inmates, Don't Knock Twice, Grave Chase, Stories Untold, and Night Trap. David with the wild card. Um, so released today, and I mean fresh off the press OC. today, um, is a Stranger Things game for oh, your phone. yes! I was going to talk <clears throat> about that. And it's pretty neat. Uh, it's free. And you can unlock content before you watch the Stranger Things uh, later on. This October twenty seventh. Um, but yeah, I played a little bit. It's really fun, kind of throwback eight bit, you know, point and click adventure type thing. Um, I did. I didn't. Seth, did you see that that was announced? Yeah, I downloaded a, it at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played it yet. I downloaded it at work <laughs> um, while I was on my lunch break. And yeah, it's fun. And the music is neat. Oh, of course. Because it's all 8-bit versions of Stranger Things music. Oh, so. I'm in. I'm totally um, in. But yeah. Can I say something before you wrap up? Yeah. So I want to tell you guys, uh, shout out to Ben per usual. He was our, well, Colin also. Uh, ben subscribed on Patreon. I just want to tell you guys, if you, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you that you have to give me money. I'm not Michael Eisner. I'm not going to tell you to give me all your money. But it would help us if you really like the cast and you listen every week to go on Patreon and subscribe. Even if it's $5 a month, if we can get 10 people to subscribe at $5 a month, that would be freaking crazy because we can provide new mics. We can do better giveaways. We're not going to pocket any of the money. We're going to do – we want to do charity events. We want to do conventions. We want to have better sound for you guys to listen. We want to promote our cast a little bit just to talk about games and bring joy to people. I'm going to call out Melissa because Melissa is probably our biggest fan. And, you know, if you want to do that, Melissa, you should. But I'm not going to hate you if you don't. I'm just saying, if we bring you joy to your life and you really like the cast, it's only going to help you because we've already done two giveaways out of our pockets. Imagine if we had 10 subscribers a month at 5 bucks a month, a latte, a grand mocha a month, what we could do. We could bring a lot more joy to the peeps, and that's what we're trying to do. Obviously, if you're in the Discord and you don't and you don't want to give or if it's not your thing or you can't afford it, I'm going to love you anyways. I'm just saying – I'm just doing the little insider baseball and telling you what we would use it on because a lot of people will take your money and not tell you where it's going. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of research on mics and best ways to get this to you. So it's it's a work in progress. It's something I actually plan on kind of doing something like this. So it makes me happy that Chris was the one to do it because usually I am. Um, but I I really enjoy doing this. I tell Marianne every week um, how... Um, that was the one thing I did like about working at GameStop was being able to describe video games to people like this mm-hmm. um, in a detailed manner and discuss the news and everything. And um, you don't get that opportunity all the time on a daily basis. Nope. So I get to do that with my friends every week. And if you guys like it, um, 
I mean, I consider you a friend too. So I appreciate the support. Um, and like Chris said, the Patreon, um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, sharing everything like that, um, rating us on the things you use to listen to us. Um, that takes two seconds. Um, so anything you guys can do to help, it's a, a grassroots effort here. We're 2018, my goal is 10 monthly subscribers at $5 a month that aren't on the cast. We'll probably, we'll probably do shirts if we get that. You got it. I got ideas, boy. Yeah. So, uh, Chris, did you... Uh, Seth. <laughs> Chris, Seth. I did not. Seth, well, Seth did you listen to last I'm week's sorry. episode? Where... Seth! At the end of the episode, <laughs> I said, Seth, do you want to end in uh, a special way? Classic. You, classic you didn't, me, you didn't respond. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> Next um, week. Happy Spook Month. We'll see you on Friday. Actually, we might see you Friday if you remember what I said. You'll have to see. If not, Friday the 13th, baby.